When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. This is Julie, your host, here to bring you weekly wellness tips to help you live happier, healthier, and make real progress towards your goals. On this week's episode, we're diving into one of my favorite techniques to building a better mindset, which is using the 40% rule from David Goggins. At the time that I'm recording this, it is November 5th, 2021. It's about 8.30 in the morning, and I am sitting in the library at the University of Scranton, which means that in about 48 hours from right now, I will be running the Scranton Half Marathon for the fifth time. And honestly, it's going to be a test of my mental toughness. The 40% rule is something that I remind myself of on each of my runs, and especially during this training season. So by the time you guys hear this episode, I will have finished my half marathon, and I guarantee that the 40% rule will have been a big part of my success. So the 40% rule was created by David Goggins, who is one of the toughest, strongest guys in the world. He is the author of Can't Hurt Me, a book about mastering your mind and breaking through mental barriers. One of the best-known takeaways from his book and from David Goggins in general is the 40% rule. The 40% rule explains that when you're doing something hard, mentally or physically, and your brain gives your body the signal that it's time to quit, you've only given about 40% of your full effort. And this isn't because you don't want to work hard. Like most things, it's a protective mechanism. The human body has a hard time pushing through pain, especially when you have self-limiting dialogue working as a force against you. So David relates the mind to a car when he explains his concept. And like a car, all of us may look different on the outside, but under the hood, we all have a governor. In a car, the governor's job is to limit the flow of fuel and air so it doesn't burn too hot. But because of that, it ultimately limits the performance of the car. So in our mind, the job of the governor is to make sure that we don't deviate outside of what's normal and what's comfortable and what's familiar. I like to think of this as kind of like a mental version of homeostasis, right? We've talked about in other episodes how when you're pushing through anything or you're trying to change your body in some way, it's difficult because your body likes to be on cruise control. Our brain likes when we stay in cruise control because it avoids threats. It avoids the chances of disappointment or failure. But if you're somebody who's striving for greatness, this also limits our ability to reach our true potential. Now, the good news about all of this is that once you begin to break down this wall at the 40% mark, you can callous the mind and gradually progress towards 
50% and then 60% and then 70% all the way to the point that you discover how to physically push yourself to your limit. And it takes time, but with intentional repetition, it can be overcome. And David Goggins is an example of that. So I'm going to read you an excerpt from the book. This is chapter 7, page 211 of Can't Hurt Me. Imagine you're a boxer, and on your first day in the ring, you take one on your chin. It's going to hurt like fucking hell. But at year 10 of being a boxer, you won't be stopped by one punch. You'll be able to absorb 12 rounds of getting beat the fuck down and come back the very next day and fight again. It's not that the punch has lost power. Your opponents will be even stronger. The change has happened within your brain. You've calloused your mind. Over a period of time, your tolerance for mental and physical suffering will have expanded because your software will have learned that you can take a hell of a lot more than one punch. And if you stay with any task that is trying to beat you down, you will reap rewards. Very powerful stuff from David Goggins. And the message here is simple. Maybe you're not a fighter and you don't like to think about getting punched in the face. I sure don't. But when your body tells you that it's time to quit, you must recognize that you have so much more to give. And according to this rule, you might still have more than double of your effort left in the tank than what you've given already. So if you're on a fitness journey or you're an athlete, or even if you're just working through some hard shit right now, I want you to think about this next time you're going through it. Next time you're in the gym working through a heavy set. Next time you're doing those sprints at practice. Or next time you get to the end of your workday and you feel beat down, but you know that there's more that you have to do to get to where you want to be. I want you to take control of your mind and say out loud to yourself, 40%. Let that number stick in your brain for a little bit. Sit with it a little bit. I know it sounds crazy, but if you were hanging out on the streets of Scranton, PA during any of my runs over the past few weeks, you would hear me literally talk out loud to myself about this. That self-talk, and I'm talking like physical talking to myself while I'm working through something hard, has really been an asset to me on my journey of doing hard things. And from a personal standpoint, running is not something that comes easy to me. I've done the Scranton Half Marathon four times, and every time I've done it, I've loved it, but I will tell you that it's really fucking hard. And with this race coming up, I am probably the most untrained I've ever been, and it's nobody's fault but my own. But as I go through each of my runs, I'm picturing what success is going to look like, and I'm telling myself that despite what my back feels like, despite what my knees are telling me, despite feeling out of breath, I know that there is more to give because I know that there are so many people out there who have given a hell of a lot more effort than I have and come out on top. And I will say, improving your mindset is a journey. It takes time and it looks different for everybody. It's very easy to set standards for ourselves based upon the standards of others. 
And it might not even be the standards that other people have for you. I'm talking the standards that other people have for themselves. If you're listening to this podcast, you may be somebody who wants to be a high achiever. You want to improve some aspect of your life. I only recently became that person. I used to measure my success by means of how I match up against other people. What I've learned and am continuing to learn is that comparing yourself to others truly serves no purpose in terms of reaching a higher level of achievement. When it comes to comparison, of course, in an environment where there is a pecking order, comparing yourself to others is going to play a role. On a team, if you're not in the top 11, you're not going to be a starter. In a job, if you're not in the top five, you're not going to be an executive. So yes, in certain aspects of life, you do need to match yourself up against others. However, I'm talking personal achievement here. A true sense of personal fulfillment. What is your purpose? What is it that you want to do? What lights your soul on fire? That is where I want you to give more. And that is where you cannot compare yourself. Because what makes you, you, and what gives your life purpose and meaning is likely to be different from everybody else around you. Yes, there can be some motivation in having an environment around you where you have some competition, but when you're truly measuring your own success and feeling fulfilled as a person, you are the only one that you should be measuring yourself against. The only person that you should ever compare yourself to is the person that you were yesterday. That's it. Because remember, your 40% and your journey is going to be different than that of the person standing next to you. Having a community of people who are working towards a common goal is really powerful and is going to serve you. But be mindful that on that journey and within that community... You shouldn't be setting your standards based on the standards of others. Set your standard. Decide what it is that you truly want to achieve. And use the success and the actions of others as motivation. Use it as reassurance that the thing in your life that you're working to improve is something that other people are working on as well. That's a good thing. But in terms of the 40% rule, remember that my 40% and your 40% and the 40% of the person on Instagram is different. And the way that we are all going to progress towards our 100% is also going to look different. So what I want you to take away from this episode is simply understanding that you are capable of more then your mind tells you you are. And you can overcome that. But it's up to you. You get to take control, you get to take the wheel, and you get to set your standard. And remember that this message isn't to discourage us and say that we're doomed because we're humans and our minds limit us. It's just to bring awareness. 
we need to understand that it's not necessarily our fault that we don't meet the standards that we want to meet. It's a natural thing, especially in today's day and age with how our minds are so manipulated by the media that we consume and the people around us. It all comes back to your mindset. And I promise that if you can take control of that, if you can take steps to master your own thoughts and spend time with your mind and really get clear on your mission and your vision, you can overcome all of the bullshit that's around you, all of the things that are trying to find a place in your mind. You can push them away by taking control yourself. So my goal of the week for you this week is to decide what aspect of your life you want to make better. And next time you are doing that thing and you're ready to give up, reflect and ask yourself, do I have more to give? If you truly ask yourself that question out loud and sit with it, I guarantee the answer is going to be yes. And the best part is, when you push yourself just a little bit further and you get to that 42 or 45%, That becomes your new standard. You just raised the bar. And the compound effect, the snowball effect that that's going to have into other aspects of your life is tremendous. I can say that from personal experience, from somebody who used to limit themselves in a lot of aspects of life, that now I am working towards breaking through those barriers. In all honesty, this 40% rule applies to us now more than ever. Because we need to get tougher. We live in a world where, honestly, we're pretty soft when it comes to overcoming obstacles. That victimized mentality is all around us. So don't allow yourself to fall into that trap. Take control of your mindset because it truly is up to you to take control of it. Don't let anybody else influence it. Tell yourself that you have more to give Pick that thing that you are going to improve and go after it no matter what it takes and no matter what anybody else says or thinks about you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope you found some takeaways in this episode and are going to work towards callousing your mind. I highly recommend Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. There's a paperback version as well as an audiobook. I actually purchased both and utilized both as I was reading. And honestly, the takeaways that I got from it a year ago when I read it are getting stronger and stronger as I move through my own personal development journey. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with somebody else who is looking to improve their mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will be back next week with another episode.